Good morning. Welcome to Fashion Friday. Finally, it's summer. I have great things to share with you today. I'm very excited. First of all, let me just get straight to it. The Met, as in the Metropolitan Museum of Art, I finally went. So I wanted to share that with everyone. Um, I talked about it here on the show a little bit. I think I talked about what the theme was. So I'm specifically talking about the Costume Institute's exhibit. So it's a specific section inside of the Met. Very easy to get to when you enter into the Met. If you haven't been, it's basically straight back. After you make your donation or maybe you're a member already, um, make sure you get your little sticker. And it's straight back behind the steps. So um, if you haven't heard about it or you haven't been, I'm going to tell you about it, and you have to go. You absolutely have to go. I go every year for the exhibit. It is on display through, I believe, early October. So, um, you know, it's a good time to go. I went on a Monday, no, sorry, Tuesday. I went on a Tuesday morning around 11 o'clock, and, of course, it was starting to get crowded but not crazy. Um, I, I don't know if there's a specific day that's better than other days. I think the weekends you probably want to stay away because there's lots of tourists. Um, but during the week, there's, you know, busloads of camps. So, so, but I think if you get there before 11, I believe the Met opens at 9. And I thought it used to be the Met was closed on, I think it was Monday. It's not anymore. It's open every day. I did check that. So regardless, you've got to go. And even if you just, I mean, go for the whole entire experience, the whole museum. But if you only have time to do, because it is a lot, I understand. You only have time to do one thing. You've got to do this Heavenly Bodies exhibit. It is unbelievable. Even if you're not into quote-unquote art, quote-unquote fashion, quote-unquote religion, um, it's just unbelievable to see. And you can appreciate it on many different levels, I, I feel. I feel it, it certainly is a dialogue between medieval art, fashion, and I, I, want, I guess religion too. Yes, that's what it is. But to me, it, it didn't really say... I mean, yes, there were clear robes there and, and, and uh, ensembles that looked like they were worn by a nun back, you know, centuries ago. But that's not all it was. It was a lot of other things. I mean, it was clear fashion exhibit. So um, I really, really loved it. I highly recommend to go. There was one section in particular that stood out. I don't want to ruin it for you. I won't give everything away. But there was one section that was just all Dolce & Gabbana uh, dresses. I'm just say gowns. I think they were dresses. They're raised up high. You're looking up. They're on a pedestal, really, really high. One right after another, in like a in like a row, and it was. It took my breath away. It was unbelievable. Um, lots of jewels, heavy, heavy jewel encrusted gowns with these big cabochon jewels that were. I mean, and the beading alone, I can imagine, uh, I can only imagine how long it took. Uh, but they, they were, it was really beautiful. And it's all sort of done in little segments, um, like little, almost like little vignettes. And there are a few pieces that are highlighted sort of on their own platform, um, which if you go, you sure not to miss. Uh, but it was exceptional, I must say. I went with a friend of mine and uh, I'm probably going to go back again before the end of the summer. Um, there's also a second part to this exhibit, which is at the Cloisters. So the other part of this exhibit, it's also attached to the Met. So Cloisters is way uptown, if you're not familiar. Way, way up. I believe it's, I mean, I know how to get there. Take the West Side Highway straight up, but I don't know. I don't even think you can take a train. I think you've got to take a bus or maybe a taxi and then walk in. But there is also a smaller exhibit in the Cloisters 
um, Uptown Upper West Side. So my recommendation, stop by, see it, um, see as much as you can because, again, it's it's really beautiful. It's, I love everything about medieval art. I love. That's probably my favorite um, section in the museums to look at. Whatever museum I'm in, if there's an arms and armor section or medieval art, that's the one I go to. I don't know. I love paintings. Don't get me wrong. It's, of course, beautiful Picasso, Renoir, all that is beautiful. But to me, it's just uh, the other, the medieval art speaks to me. I mean, I just kind of get sort of engulfed in it. And I start thinking about who wore this and what were they doing and, you know, a knight's armor. Like, really? Someone actually wore all this heavy metal? And what were they doing? And I don't know. I'm a little bit obsessed with it, I must say. So it was really fun. It was a great day. Uh, we then, a friend and I, we just went to lunch after that. So we made a day in the city. We also made a point to check out, uh, actually, we were all that same day, coincidentally, we stopped by uh, St. Patrick's Cathedral just to pop in there. The scaffolding is finally down. It's been up for a long time. So I was curious to see if there were any changes made. Um, I couldn't tell, so maybe it was all structure. And, uh, of course, I had to check out the Bergdorf windows, so I did that as well. So <laughs> it was definitely a fashion trip, um, but it was nice because I dedicated that day just to those those uh, places and those things, and I really – I didn't have to work. I mean, I'm right by Bergdorf's all the time, but usually when I'm working, I'm on the go and literally just running by, so I don't take the time to stop and look and appreciate the art, the installations in the, in the display windows and uh, things like that. So it was nice to kind of almost be a tourist for the day slash get inspired. I was totally inspired. I mean, my girlfriend and I were actually thinking, okay, can we make, can we have this made? There was, you know, or something like it. Obviously, there was a, a Dolce & Gabbana cape. I believe it was Dolce & Gabbana. It was a black cape and it had these beautiful crosses on it. But they were sort of almost look like jeweled appliques going across the chest all the way from shoulder to shoulder. And it just looks so beautiful. And I thought, can we make that somehow? Can we get vintage pins or something? <laughs> I don't know. But um, it was it definitely inspired me. So I encourage you all to check it out. Um, also, I wanted to mention that my the shows here are obviously posted on the website, WGCH.com. And I also wanted to mention that they are on SoundCloud as well. Someone recently asked me this, and um, I said, yes, you can go to the website, the radio's website, or um, if you want to go back even further, there are my shows are posted there. I know a lot of people listen to podcasts on SoundCloud, so this may be a way. And you can find me there, Fashion Friday. And that also is leading me to talk about my blog, which is usually where I put a lot of the things that I talk about here on the show. I will be putting or probably already have posted something of what I'm talking about. So I wanted to mention that as well to check that out. At least then you'll get a visual cue of what it is I'm speaking about, you know, whatever trend is going on. Um, The blog is really just a visual diary of me and my journey, uh, my fashion journey. Um, I try to do a shoot um, as often as possible, it's not easy because I don't do that full time. Um, so usually when I travel, we do a shoot. My husband is my photographer. Um, and then the other sh- everything shot in New York City, I ha- actually have a photographer that helps me uh, helps me out. So when I'm traveling, it's my husband. When I'm in New York, it's usually someone else. Um, or around, around here in Greenwich, we actually shoot quite a bit in Greenwich. We have a few secret spots that we love where the lighting is really good. I can't give it away. Sorry. <laughs> the lighting is really good. 
said, and more importantly, there's a lot of people. There's not a lot of foot traffic. So we have to take those because I get very camera shy. I actually don't like being in front of the camera. I prefer to be behind the camera. Uh, but anyway, we, we really try and focus on the clothing and just to show an example of whatever it is I'm talking about. So sequence for day, for example. You'll see lots of that. I talked about that all winter long into the spring. There's always something, and you can go back into the archives and look up different um, things I'm wearing. And just to hopefully inspire you, give you an idea of how to put stuff together, um, or maybe it's inspired you to wear something you haven't worn. Uh, so there's lots of things like that. Right now, I know there is, let me think what the last post was. I believe it's all about summer florals and wearing dark florals. So dark florals meaning it's like a dark background. So a black skirt I had on recently with very tropical looking flowers. And I paired it with a black t-shirt. Normally not something I do. It's summertime. I would go lighter. But I was uh, down by the water and it was chilly. And I thought, Actually, it's it was okay. I threw a little kimono over my shoulders or robe, whatever you want to call it, um, and it worked. And the and the robe was striped, and I had a floral skirt. So there was two different trends. There was a dark floral trend, and there was pattern mixed with pattern trend. And it works, and you can it just gives you a clear example of why it works. You can see how it works. I do a little description of what I'm wearing usually, and. Uh, so anyway, it's wardrobeenvy.com. That's wardrobe-envy.com. And you can sign up to get it delivered right to your inbox. I don't spam, I promise you. And usually there's posts once a week. Uh, and then the third week is usually – it's it's usually two weeks in a row. And then the third week there's usually a, a break. Um, so it's not a lot because I don't have time for a lot. But anyway, other than that, I'm obviously on social media as well. Um, Instagram, Facebook, also Wardrobe Envy. That is my handle. Okay. We're going to take a quick break and we come back. I'm going to talk about one of my favorite things to wear, what I just mentioned, prints and color, and how mixing is really an art, how mixing those two is really an art. I'm going to give you a couple examples, so stay tuned on 1490 WGCH. Fashion Friday with Tina is brought to you by AdCorp Media Group, a full-service local advertising agency that offers a range of marketing, web, social media, and design services for local business owners. At AdCorp, they take your business personally because they know that you do. By learning everything there is to know about how to run your business, the value of your products and services, and who your target is, they'll create a personalized business plan to communicate your message to your audience. They offer logo and branding development, digital and web design, social media management, and more. Are you ready to grow your business? Call AdCorp Media Group now at 1-877-323-2677. Or visit them at adcorpmg.com. AdCorp Media Group. They'll take your business personally, as personally as you do. Welcome back to Fashion Friday. Okay, so Bob, you just, I'm putting you on the spot now, you just told me something very interesting that I did not know. It's my fault. I love it, though. I can't believe I didn't know this, and you have to share this with me. I'm actually wearing athleisure, my athleisure look today. Mm-hmm. So I have an Adidas jacket on. Oh, are you sure that's the way to say it? Well, n- no, not anymore. <laughs> Tell us why. <laughs> well, well the, the name Adidas is made up of two people's names, 
and it's Adi, and and I don't know where the, I don't know how it's the Das is part of the name, but it's Adidas is really the proper way to pronounce it. I have it right here. I just because oh, I looked it up after uh, you told me. So yes, Adi, a nickname for Adolf, and Das from Dassler. Oh, so you're right. It's two people's two different people's names put and together. Th- I guess they're the ones that created the company, and they created. Adidas. Adidas, yeah. <laughs> it sounds so French-ish. <laughs> sounds so pretty. Adidas. I'd rather say that. Sounds yeah. like Latida. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. So I'm so ha- so. You saw this or heard this somewhere? There was a, a TV story that I was, and I caught the tail end of it, and I was like, "Well, that's fascinating." And then I was going to look it up and learn what I'd missed, and I never got around to it. Okay. So I was asking you if you knew and. I didn't. Now we've learned together. Now we've learned together, and we've shared with the listeners. Okay, consider yourself informed. Adidas. Don't ever say it again. Because now you can go somewhere, and you can pronounce it right, and people will look at you funny and say, well, that's actually how it's pronounced. That's right. (laughs) Okay. All right. So moving along in my Adidas, I would love to talk about my favorite things to do, favorite print to wear is, or, or favorite pattern is mixing prints and color. I think uh, everyone that knows me knows I, I'm not a girl that's usually in all black. It's rare, actually, that I'm in all black um, or all any color, really. Um, but I wanted to talk a little bit on how to do this because there, it's a little bit of an art, little, and um, or maybe I should call it more of a science because there's a little bit of a formula on how to do it. So I wanted to share some tips a couple of things. For example, oh, and by the way, this inspired me by yours truly, Victoria Beckham. Love, love, love her. Love her style. I saw a picture of her. Where was it? And probably social media somewhere. No, actually, it was not. It was not. I think it was on a website somewhere. And she had on camouflage. Was she smiling? No. She Why never would she smiles. Smile? No. <laughs> she said she's smiling on the inside. <laughs> but I saw pictures of her taking with her family, and I thought, well, she would smile. No. No. Not smile. Actually, I've seen her a little smile with her husband in a picture with her husband. I Good. have seen. Yes, yes. And actually, we're speaking of, because I do follow her on Instagram, because I love her clothing and I love her po- her style. And there was the sweetest video. She posts a few videos of her daughter, Harper. Oh. And um, it's kind of like Harper doesn't know, so she's kind of videoing her from the back or the side. And it's very sweet. And there was a, a video of her. Apparently, their morning, she walks her to school every morning. Oh. And she was skipping. And then the video was her skipping with Harper. It was very sweet, very cute. There's another video of Harper singing. She was just singing on her way to school. And I thought, Oh, my gosh. I mean, it just made me smile. It was very sweet. Good. So you know she's smiling. I'm sure she's I, smiling when she's skipping with her daughter. I would hope so. <laughs> well, nonetheless, she looked great. She had on camouflage. And, you know, she had camouflage pants, and she just looked fantastic. And I thought, it's interesting to me on how people style that, because that could be one pattern that's a little bit tricky. So the obvious choice would be neutrals, because obviously camouflage is neutrals. But I really love a bold color with it. Like Victoria, she had on orange, and I loved it. And I'm, I'm, I mean a bright orange. So I would go for a red, a blue, a yellow, or an orange. Any, like, really saturated, bold uh, color I thought looked great. Was this a, a green camo? Or a, was it this a, was with a green camo, a green, yes. Okay. Yeah. But really any, because the camos are all neutral. Yeah, the gray but, camo would work, too. Sure. Right. The gray, for sure, yeah. yeah. But I really loved the orange for some reason. Um, I, I just thought it worked so well. I know it sounds a little weird, green camo and orange, 
but I swear to you it worked. But again, the green camo was definitely very muted, almost like a moss green. So the orange just really popped. And, you know, this is a way to wear it. And, you know, we're not trying to look like you're in the armed services. You know, you're not looking like you're in the military. You're, this is clearly a fashion statement. So you want it to be off. You don't want it to be, you know, fatigue. Look like you're in fatigue. So, so um, yellow works as well. But I think any... Uh, bold color really, really would, would work well. So I liked it a lot. I wanted to mention that. The other thing, and I get questions all the time about this, is pastels. And I understand um, how it could, especially with this trend, the color of the year was this lavender color. I understand how it could easily, you could feel like an Easter egg. You could feel like it's too, uh, too much like a little girl. I get it. Um, but when done right, I think it looks really, really beautiful. The trick is, number one thing, you've got to keep the silhouette really classic. So a pair of trousers, a blazer, uh, an A-line dress or skirt. You've got to keep it sort of really classic pieces just done in a pastel color. And I think you can't go wrong with that. This is a bit of a micro trend. I want to call this a micro trend, these icy pastels. So there's pastels, which are clear, like light sort of powdery. And then this little micro trend popped up of, of uh, I saw this phrase icy pastels and I think what they mean is it almost has like a sheen to it so almost like there's ice on top of it um something like satin would be I actually have you know what I just thought of this I have a picture an example of an icy pastel on my Instagram and on the blog um so I had a cami it was pale pink like pastel pink and it's satin so it gave that like sheen to it that would be an example of an icy pastel um and I paired it with a light blue dress and it the dress is, has a pattern in it so um i think i would style this with a neutral pastels if you're not going if you don't want to do the head to toe look i would keep it neutral to sort of ground it so pale pink pale blue pale yellow pale green mint green all these light colors look really fantastic with gray camel white um, mix it all together. You could do a pattern that'll sort of soften it and it'll make it look like it's a little bit more sophisticated. It's not so sort of little girlish or, you know, like you're going to the Easter parade. Uh, so that's the trick on pastels. And again, I like the icy pastel because again, it's about the fabric. So it's a sheen, has got a sort of a sheen to it. And uh, obviously anything done in satin is immediately going to make it look a little bit more dressier and a little bit more sophisticated. So that's an, an easy way. And also here's the other tip. Any of these trends, camo whether or pastels, you've got to keep it limited to one piece. So one item, it's pants or it's the top or even if it's bag or shoes or a scarf, you've got to do one piece. I think if you do head to toe in any of these, you're running the risk of, you know, fashion faux pas. <laughs> you're running the list of the to be on the glamour don't list. You know the glamour does magazine does that black bar over the people's faces. I always thought I I think I would cry in bed in the fetal position for days if that were me. <laughs> but I, I maybe they don't know. I'm assuming these people don't know. But could you imagine if you opened up a magazine and in the back of the magazine they have glamour do's and don'ts and there you were as a don't with a black whatever outfit you thought was great and you have a black bar over your eyes and it's you and it's clear that it's you just kind of remind me of elementary school is all elementary school oh sure i was i never dressed popular okay so 
you know, that I've already experienced that is what I'm saying. Oh. oh well, so it'll just remind okay. me of that. Oh, it? it would. Okay. <laughs> well, elementary school, I don't, I feel like it's okay. Or you, you should, were, did you feel pressured to dress or you just realized that well, now? Well, I had a, an appreciation of what I wanted to wear, Ah. but my parents didn't agree with me. Oh, yes. I can relate to that somewhat. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did too. I definitely had an idea of what I wanted to wear and it was definitely trend-based when mm-hmm. I was there. We're talking oh, elementary yeah. school. Oh, yeah. Um, I did at one point, I was wearing a uniform to school at one point, but there was a time when I was not. And even when I was not in school, going to functions or going to, you know, hang out with my friends, there was definitely a certain certain things I wanted to wear that was trend-driven. Mm-hmm. And I had the same problem, yeah. And my parents would not buy me the whatever it is I wanted. Right. And right. yeah, it was, that's where I do remember getting creative, so I'll tell you this quick story. One thing was, at one point, baggy jeans were a trend, okay? So it was baggy jeans, and they get real tight around the ankle. Do you remember these? Do you remember this trend? Bag- I think so, yeah. yeah. baggy jeans. And the, I'm talking 80s, so um, pleated baggy jeans and tight around the ankle, and I desperately wanted a pair of baggies, as my, my friends and I used to call them. And my mom just said, no. You know, you have jeans, they're fine. And they were just straight leg jeans. And the, <laughs> no one was wearing straight leg jeans at the time. Uh-huh. So, and really straight leg. They were not tapered whatsoever. And I was mortified to wear those jeans. So I remember doing this a lot. I used to take, I had bandanas, you know, like a regular bandana. And I had them on all different colors. And I remember taking blues or pink or whatever color and re- folding and tucking. Do you remember that? Like when you, there was a trend where you would fold and tuck your pants at the bottom to make them tight. So I would do that with the regular, uh, not wide leg, but straight leg pant. And I would make them tapered. And then I'd wrap the the bandanas around my ankles, you know, one around each. And it was now like an accessory, (laughs) like a cuff around my ankle. Very interesting. But it didn't quite work, <laughs> you know, because the pants were a straight leg and I was trying to make them very, very, very tapered. And so, yeah, it didn't quite work. But I do remember doing that to make my own baggy pants. So you've been into this for a long time. Oh, for sure. Mm. Oh, yes. Yes. And I have many other stories like that. We'll save for another time. But that was one thing I remember I wanted for the life of me. And I, I did get baggy jeans later on, by the way. It was, just wasn't at that moment mm-hmm. when I wanted them and all my friends had them. And it felt like I was the only person in the world who didn't yes. have them. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right. So speaking of moving on to trends, let's talk about stripes and dots. This is a tricky trend. Um, so again, consider, consider the background of the fabric. This is how you match. Um, some people will say, well, you pick one color. You can do that, but look at it. For example, stripes, look at the background color and then match whatever you're, you're working with to that polka dots. Same thing. If it's, if it's mostly black with white polka dots or white with red polka dots, just think, okay, well, it's white. Just think of it as white and then kind of match it to that. And, And yes, red, you know the color is going to come into play as well, but I wouldn't I wouldn't focus so much on the color. I think it's easier, especially with stripes or check. Um, you have to look back and kind of look at what the color is. Um, the overall color is kind of in the background, so you have to consider that and consider scale as well. So maybe it's a big exploded checkered blazer and it's just a big print, or maybe it's big flowers. I would really go with the background prints, and, and I wouldn't try to pick up on color because then it, it kind of gets to be too much. So the bigger the print, 
the smaller the whatever item you should be pairing with it. So um, I wouldn't do a big print with a big print. I do a big print with a solid or a big print with a small print, if that makes sense. Hopefully it does. Um, but it's again, stripes and dots, I say this, pick one thing and then do the other the other object or the other piece of clothing is uh, is solid. Makes it a little bit easier. Same thing with plaid. Um, plaid is easy because there's usually lots of stripes in there. So I just take one color, and that's sort of the pop of color. And that's so if there's a tiny stripe of red, I might pick up on the red. Um, if you want to pair another print with it, another print bigger, you can also do that. Um, or you can try this: the opposite color on the color wheel. Okay, so this is this gets a little tricky. So the color wheel is basically, you know, it starts off with, um, you know, your red, your blue, your yellow, your green, and then it moves on to secondary colors, moves on to tertiary colors, and so on. And it can be tricky. So what I mean by the opposite color, so primary colors, obviously, think of that: red, blue, yellow, green, and then the color opposite is a complementary color. So for example, the red the opposite of red is green. If you look at the color wheel, any color wheel, that's what it is. So if you've got a red plaid jacket and you want to wear something underneath it, like let's say a t-shirt, you can do a green t-shirt that actually goes. And I know it's sometimes you say red and green, it works. Um, just keep it within the same tone. So if it's bright, keep it bright. If it's muted, keep it muted and so on. Uh, same thing with blue. Blue opposite is orange. Um, yellow opposite is purple. Um, yeah, so those are kind of the main ones. And then everything else is a shade off of that. So it's a shade off of pinks, obviously, in between red and orange and so on. So that would be a complementary color. And that's a little bit more tricky. Like I said, that's kind of um, more advanced styling, let's call it. <laughs> um, but it does look good. If you can get it right, it does look good. I think that men, if you go in to buy a suit, I think often the salesman, a good salesman anyway, can help you do this, by the way, because I'm thinking right off the bat of a tie, because usually they do this when they're putting a jacket, a shirt, jacket, and a tie together. They often will pick up on a little color in the blazer or in the tie to then coordinate the shirt and the jacket. So it's kind of similar. And then the last trends I have is dark florals. Again, choose one color in the print and go with that. And again, I've got lots of examples on my Instagram, which is at wardrobe envy wardrobe underscore envy on instagram so you can check that out for sure and uh, hope that it inspires you to have a little bit of fun with your wardrobe mix it up it's summer why not wear prints with prints who cares um, i think it looks good and uh, i think if you feel good you look good you feel good and you know it's something different to to look towards and uh, you know shop your closet first always i always say and you never know you know making new things putting sort of new combinations together I find it quite fulfilling because I think, oh, here's an outfit that I've had that I always wear it the same way. Um, even I get stuck in those little ruts. So I encourage you to try something out, try something new, and hopefully that helps you. All right, join me next week for more Fashion Friday on 1490 WGCH. Marlon Brando, Jimmy Dean, on the cover of a magazine. Grace Kelly, hollow jean, picture of a beauty queen. Jean Kelly, Fred Astaire.
Tau, tau, tau.